0: hi i'm kate and i'm mandy and this is love sober the podcast for the sober and the sober curious
1: hi and welcome back to love sober the podcast uh this is episode nine and today we're going to be talking about something we weren't going to be talking about until 10 minutes ago because we were going to look at the i think fascinating topic of alcohol and its marketing but um We've decided to do something maybe that's a bit more timely, which is look at um going on holiday as we're we're approaching the summer holidays for a start, but also that time of year when we go abroad and um and it can be a sort of a notoriously kind of sticky time for people, so we're going to look at that today
0: and uh, so hi, Mandy. How are you today? Hello. Yeah, not too bad. thanks. um enjoying the sunshine. I've uh, got my daughter off now, she's finished until September, so uh, that summer holidays is starting, my son's 10th birthday on Wednesday, so I'm preparing that as well, but yeah, doing much better,
1: taking oh, it good. slow, mm. but uh,
0: yeah, getting there. Applying and the you? self-care. And yeah. the... <laughs> Going often into my woman's cave yeah. when I need a bit of legitimate time off, uh, which is a nice mm. little tool in my head nice and cool and calm in my little woman's cave so i'm quite enjoying it yeah i love the idea of the woman cave yeah (laughs) um yeah and you yeah
1: yeah all all right um we are still sort of dealing with the you know it's still pretty soon after our sort of family bereavement and so Mm. i'm learning a lot actually it's not easy but um i um yeah i'm I'm learning kind of as i go along how to kind of deal with it really and we've got some support in place so i, I think i'm sort of feeling a bit better about that and you know slowly 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 baby steps yeah. and you know just yeah. trying to support the family really yes um so af holidays yeah <laughs> so you had an idea to start off by talking about what it was like before or that you know the old the bad old drinking days as opposed to what our holidays look like now which is a really good
0: idea so I don't know if you want to start well yeah it's that thing isn't it of um of your the romanticism of it and then the reality of it and then actually uh the new reality and how those three things kind of differ I mean certainly the romanticism for me was always drinking as much as possible whenever I wanted um with no kind of um no boundaries really uh, so you drink straight as soon as you can don't you I mean you get on whether it's on the the, the train yeah on the train or <laughs> yeah. the airport or certainly on the plane um and then um that kind of yeah free-for-all all day every day mm. um that was kind of um, my expectation of it um now looking back the kind of reality was a lot of missed opportunities really and um a lot of hangovers um and yeah i mean being sick or being hungover when it's hot is just (laughs) the most grim yeah Yeah. and like i mean i used to go to sort of uh, a music festival in south france which had some amazing artists and really really like um worldwide kind of um people playing and we we'd always miss half of it because we were recovering from the night before. Mm. We certainly never um, sort of walked around the town or discovered the sort of area where we were. Um, So yeah, I think um, stuck to the lounger is like the reality of like a drinking holiday really. Um, And now um, holidays are much fuller. I mean, and also even with kids we used to you know sort of you have like a you know late nights and so you want to have a lion and stuff like that but obviously the kids want to you know go to the pool or they want to go to the beach and so there's like all that stress as well of that kind of thing whereas now I mean I get up early with my kids and we go down to the beach in the morning normally and um, everyone else is kind of sleeping and that's a really lovely time because it's quiet and um, you can kind of get a swim play and everything done before kind of lunchtime and so then Mm. you can come back and have lunch and then the kids generally read or nap and and I do the same so it's it's pretty chilled and doing much more stuff you know like rock pooling and bike riding and and discovering and yeah visiting rather than just drinking yeah I love what you say about you know that extra
1: time and I think so mo- uh, I know that I certainly I almost had a bit of a tunnel vision when I started did, did my when I stopped drinking and like um, started went on my first few holidays. And it was uh, very much I was focusing on trying not to drink and what I could do not to drink. And I and it was like, oh, right. And and but actually, if you reframe it and you and you just. Think about all of that extra time you get and all of the mm. other activities those lovely stolen early mornings and when you're fresh and you don't have the pressures of work or your daily routine to to kind of do actually they're just lovely times so i really like what you said about that so it's sort of changing well, yeah. the focus isn't it
0: and i think for me i mean because my my drinking tends to tended to be um very much about boundaries and i was quite you know in the end quite uh good i'm doing lots of inverted commas with my hand here um at sort of sticking to my moderation rules and stuff like that because you know as i've spoken about before i changed very much my kind of my mental health state um but the thing that kind of eventually led me to stop again was the summer holidays because you know yes when i'm working my husband's not here and um you know you, you've got that day to day it was kind of quite easy to keep it to friday saturday sunday you know one and a half two bottles a week but as soon as the summer holiday hits then i i have no excuse not to drink mm. and so my drinking becomes sort of daily again mm. um because it's like party time all the time um, and france has very long holidays the kids have two months off. Mm. Um, my husband always has three weeks off. I've now finished until mid-August. Um, and it's so exhausting, you know. It's so, so tiring to just drink all the time, every day. And, you know, in France too, it's lunch and dinner. So it's all very ceremonial that you have mm. the aperitif. And then you have a bit of wine with lunch. And then you have, you know, in the evening, the same again. And mm. So I'm just really thankful I don't have to. I don't have to do that and yes yeah, someone could say well why don't you just not drink you know but mm. I just I don't have that capa- sort of capacity either I drink or I don't drink I just mm. I don't do even though I can in the week I don't know I mean you need to climb inside my brain to understand why but I've been yeah. trying for yeah many yeah years no, of, if, if it but... worked
1: for you you'd have done it and it doesn't so. yeah <laughs> so you know yeah and I, I'll talk about my holiday in terms of, because, uh, you know, obviously you've got the French experience. And so for me, that that kind of the sort of classic Brit experience that of like, well, almost as soon as we go to the airport, it's like, well, we probably that's fine. If we have a kind of half a lager or a glass of wine or something, um, everyone else is doing it. You know, we're mm. waiting for that. I'm going to go and put some of the perfume on. you know in the Chanel counter and then go and get a glass of wine and wait for my flight and feel ever so grown up and I always said I felt classless when I was in um, airports because I think it like everyone is almost like a VIP so that would make Mm. me feel quite excited and quite pleased about where I was and then obviously that means that I celebrate with some kind of alcohol and then getting on the um, plane that I'm a nervous flyer so I'd have more I'd have one of those small bottles and really want to you know and put up with the food but so you know i'd be doing that and then and then kind of getting off and then uh, you know sort of c- getting settled getting situated wherever we were and then well surely it's time to to kind of have a drink isn't it mm. <laughs> and then the evening. i mean on and on and on it goes and i and i think that again like you you were sort of saying about the boundaries around it and i think it's quite interesting that I think the psychology behind holidays, it fits into those time out of normal time. So I've worked really hard and now it's down tools and it's like none of the rules apply. So we can drink as much as we want. Well, I was Mm. like that. It was like all of my bridled kind of control of alcohol, which is what I was doing too. It was Mm. just like, well, I don't have to. So, you know, I'll have a, you know, I fancy a beer at 11 with my you know my Turkish breakfast or something and yeah. um, you know uh, and it's so yeah it was very much like that um, and also I think it's sort of yeah high day holiday it's all tied in with our rewards as well about right I've worked really hard so I deserve this and you mm. know I think with our British kind of bingy culture holidays are an extension of that like I've worked my butt off with a probably a lot of us work too hard and we feel knackered i think at the moment it's a reality yeah. in the uk and we deserve to let loose you know there's mm. that 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 cultural expectation on us
0: yeah I- i've certainly seen that for sure yeah. yeah yeah you can you can spot the brits and i'm not can being spot der- the brits yeah right like it's, it's mm. not at all i'm one as well but certainly like you know when we're when we're on holiday, you can see, like, they're the people that have always got booze, mm. you know. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's almost like it
1: is a cultural expectation, isn't it? I mm. think, and I don't think that they can be denied. I know that, you know, there's that personal accountability, but I think it's help, it always helps me to look at the bigger picture and think of the influences mm. on me so I can unpick it a bit more. Um, but now holidays, I mean, I have to say the first few... Um, alcohol-free holidays were really tough I went to Rome with my mum uh, when I was about three months AF and I Mm. really struggled I was like I so wanted to sit out and my mum is a low-risk drinking partner so I was always like well that's fine I could have a glass of wine with my mum and Mm. this wouldn't lead to a massive binge Um, and I remember her sitting um, on this like we'd, we'd arrived in the evening we'd, i think we had done this open tour bus around rome at sunset it was absolutely beautiful and she got a beer i think and i sat and i think they didn't have any alcohol-free beer and she was going oh it is lovely to have a cold beer oh it's so nice to just sit isn't it and then just have a cold beer and it went she went on and on and on and i was just like gritting my teeth getting more and yeah. more and more angry i think i've talked about it. have i talked about this before no and no. then she went um and then i said look i'm not drinking i'm really kind of happy for you you are even though i wasn't but can you stop fucking going on about it all the time because it's doing my head in right yeah so so she so over the course and then i ended up really talking to her about our being alcohol free and we're going around the vatican and we were doing st peter's basilica we went you know all around rome i just is my favorite city and by the end of it um, my mum went oh there's just nothing to really to recommend drinking is there so I basically battered her down over mm. the course of a weekend and she came back and stopped drinking <laughs> <laughs> she didn't she has started again now but i got i think she gave up for about six months i was like right if you need to give up drinking come on holiday with me and i will yeah. bore you to the living daylight of you Sorry. coached her
0: through it, okay? I, you I, her
1: I, through it. Her, I wore her down um yeah and then but the, then we went on a holiday to tunisia and this was like a few quite a few years ago and that was an all-inclusive place, and oh God, that was difficult, It's by the pool, and all of those old associations of just, you know, having a beer by the pool, but the reality was my daughter was like three, she, I needed to be in the pool with her all the time, I couldn't relax, so there was that whole parenting thing where actually
0: it just wasn't working, so that's Yeah, a, I was that... going to say, it sounds like a bit like, you know, what we tend to do is um, like go to you know go to a drink because actually you weren't relaxed like you weren't having a nice holiday and it's like you know you expect
1: yourself to because you're on holiday yeah you have all these shoulds about what it should look like don't don't you yeah
0: yeah yeah and I've definitely had that kind of breakdown of like it's it's, it's fun and you know I'm getting Mm. stressed I shouted at the kids and we're on holiday because you want everything to be perfect and yeah again it's kind of like I guess choosing what's the right appropriate holiday you know was that the best thing with the kids or would it have been better if there was a you know a kids club that they could have gone to where mm. you could just had some more time or do you need like another little as you were saying now you sort of think right okay I'll dedicate a week for the kids and be in the pool all the time with them if mm. I know in my head I've got like a little weekend with my husband you know mm. on a city break or yeah or do something more active and Um, yeah making holidays not sort of having to adhere to this model of like we're gonna go and sit by a pool and and everyone's gonna read their books and I can chill and sleep because that's not the reality of kids especially when they can't swim I mean I can go to the beach now and I can as long as I've got the kids in the eye line they can both swim Mm. the the lifeguards are there you know I'll lie and I've got my podcast in but I'm still looking at them and yeah, it's, it's pretty relaxed, it's easier, yeah. to be honest. It's not, it's not much. Mm. So that, for me, is like proper holiday. But before, obviously, it wasn't, and it was exhausting. Mm. But I certainly didn't make it any easier by being mildly hungover all the time. Oh, the
1: hung- hangovers and the heat, just vile. Oh, yeah. And I, I did, and I always found as well, the other thing that I... Was a was a bit of a revelation. Was that once the f- like the first night was often quite difficult, but mm. once I've got the airport out of the way, and the and the aeroplane, getting through the first night was key, and probably mm. the first day. And actually, then I think what happens is you start to authentically relax, and then mm. things look different. And so I think that that would be like a real key thing for me to say. Um, I've definitely found that helps and the other thing is um is having a different routine i think i don't know but there's a part of me that's really that 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 was a bit arsey about it which was just like i just want it you know i wanted it to be easy it's like jesus it's like it's hard enough isn't it i'm on bloody holiday now i want it to be easy and actually Mm. the reality was it it almost was like a doubling in effort for the first few i think they are start they are easier now um but then so okay so it doesn't mean they're dreadful it just means you have to um apply a little bit of um effort and attention so change up the routine like like you were saying like what are they what are the hidden secret times that you get back like in the morning you're not hung over so what are you going to do with that beautiful time like an amazing breakfast and amazing coffee just to yourself and a a, a swim on the beach like seeing it as proper like proper recharge time proper downtime Mm. you know what what other bits can you claim back you know what i mean i think so we having a slightly different reframe and um
0: yeah Yeah, I think that comes it comes from again comes from planning like I think if you're you're heading you know if it's booked already then you need to deal with already the framework that's there but if Mm -hmm. you haven't yet booked your holiday then it's like right what you know what do what do I need what do I want Mm. you know is it better for us to be with a group of people so we can you know have some time out because someone else can take the kids for us and we can take the kids so you can kind of share that responsibility or is it you know talking to my partner so we know like right you you do this more you know take it in turns we tend to do like I'll get up with the kids one night one morning he'll get up with the kids next morning like that you know we know that we get a bit of time to read in bed or just have a little bit more downtime you know mm. um and it's also planning in terms of of do you want to be all inclusive or is that going to be a massive trigger you mm. know um is it better to be self-catering when you can have more control and go to the supermarket? And we were saying, weren't we, that um, in club soda, there was a woman that was on holiday in France and she'd taken photos of all the like alcohol free beers and, and different drink options and shared them with a kind of club soda Facebook page. And and it was really helpful because everyone was like, Oh wow, thanks. You know, I really Mm. struggled in France last year. I didn't know what to get or what to ask for. So it's like that planning of, you know, there are alcohol-free things in, mm. in lots of countries. Um, You just need to sort of know where to look, I guess. Um, so yeah. kind of prepping. Go to
1: sober forums to because to, there'll be some sort of kind of sober
0: people in those different
1: countries who can yeah, sort absolutely. of say, oh, actually, yeah, we've got this in France, we've got this in Germany. It's really helpful. It is, because mm. I think all of that planning and prep, you just kind of know. And I had one person say to me, I had a client say that she knew... Um, you know how to ask for an alcohol free beer and that just made her feel more prepared and in control and less awkward you know Mm. so so yeah I think that that planning and prep is is really good um and again it's sorry carry on on. I was going to say something else that that you know like we were talking about having a kind of toolkit uh, a sober toolkit and I think an emergency holiday toolkit with a good book because we tend to do that anyway don't we we have a good book so you could have some new. Ooh, careful, quit lit <laughs> and um, <laughs> what, maybe you could take one of those books as well, you know whatever um, and um, like your podcasts and your your phone and your headphones and um, yeah. journal and I quite liked having having a bit of a creative project. Oh, we did one that was really great. We went to Devon with the family and uh, my um, dave 's little sister um, who 's a millennial she got this a brilliant app on her phone and we made a family um video and it we set it to that um, yellow you know uh, mr blue sky and she edited it all and you can do it on your phone really easily and we spent quite a lot of the holiday planning and making this video together and it was a really nice focus mm. and it's a lovely memento as well so it's so you know maybe yeah, having a bit of a creative did that.
0: yeah she uh they had um they made a little play and they used some sort of like iPhone video hmm. technical stuff. It was really good that they made. Um, yeah, I think that's it. It's like it's with anything, you know. It's part of being an adult and part of you know remembering that you're not like. Um, what well, if this is talking about family holiday? I suppose that you know it's it's not the same rules. You know you're not going to be able to lie down all day and do nothing because mm. you know your kids have needs. Um, But I suppose another big triggering time is if you are going away on a girly weekend and stuff like that, Yeah. um, especially if you, you know, your friends drink, which most people do. I guess for me, I try to steer things away from, you know, going to Ibiza or whatever. I'd Mm. probably say no. Um, But if I'd say I'm really happy to go to a spa Mm. or to like... um, go walking you know in wales and get a little cottage and
1: Mm.
0: i don't know sort of plan stuff more kind of outside
1: stuff yeah more activity based is i I find definitely i'm well i genuinely enjoy it more now and i think that Mm. whole like i'm actually quite bored by i can't properly relax yet because my kids are too young on the beach or in the pool Mm. and i find it sort of A, a bit stressful and a bit boring but we did this um but, uh, we went or had a yacht on the Norfolk Broads the summer before last and learned to sail. We went out with a skipper who actually tutored us for two days. That poor man happened to hang out with us and uh, like captive on a boat. And then we just sailed around and pulled, you know, moored up and like all slept in this tiny cabin. It was hilarious. I really loved that, and that was, mm. you know, there were bits that were very challenging, <laughs> but generally we we had a really good time doing that. Or, um, yeah. the one thing, well, I remember again, Eve, this was back even when I was drinking actually and I went away with a couple of really boozy friends to Turkey and I decided to do a paddy open water, that's, before, you know, lots of disposable income before kids, yeah. and, I was studying every night and I couldn't drink because um, it was really bad for you to dive the morning after if oh, you had yeah. any alcohol in your system. So that was, and, you know, that was a bit of an eye-opener to me even when I was a drinker, that actually I had a lovely holiday. So, mm. you know, just that, those different yeah, activities I guess it and comes focus,
0: back, isn't it? Yeah, that visualisation mm. of, uh, um, you know, like even flying. I mean, I used to love drinking on the plane and... Um, we went to years and years ago. We went to Hong Kong and Japan, just me and my husband again before life, before <laughs> kids, <laughs> uh, when you had money and time. Um, and uh, yeah, we sort of, you know, we had a fair few glasses of red wine on on the flight. And actually, my feet swel- swel- swell, <laughs> swell, 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 swollen, swelled, good eng- <laughs> swelled good, good up. English english language teacher yeah swelled up and like really badly and i had they were really painful and i couldn't really walk and i had to like sit with my feet up in the air and stuff like that um and that's because you know uh, alcohol's really not the best thing to Mm, excessively drink on a on a flight but i guess it's every time you approach a new situation we were talking about this before weren't we that even now it's just when something's new that you haven't yeah. done before you need to just take a moment and step back and go right okay it's like see yeah. it as a like a, a challenge or a mm. you know a, a uh what's the word yeah. crystal maze you know like mm. how am I gonna manage Figure this, this task? one out mm. yeah uh, I see it, it like you know? um
1: like, you know, in the brownies or guides and stuff where you get badges? Well, I think not know, you're... I got kicked out. <laughs> you're such a rebel. And you get badges for doing activities. And I think it's, I always saw that, like, if you've completed now coal free holiday, you get the AF yeah. holiday badge. Because <laughs> you're like, I've got it. It's like extra stripes, extra brownie points. You've rocked. Because, you know. Yeah. Um. What about the other trigger times? So I think the other difficulties, so like um pre-dinner. That would have been a real trigger time for me. So how do you get through... You know, lunch, I think, okay, you could plan an activity afterwards, couldn't you? And you can go, that's fine. Not every bugger is drinking at lunchtime, even though most of them are. But so, and I know I'm going to have the searing heat. I'm going to feel crappy. So we get through Mm. the afternoon and then the early evening hits, which would be the massive trick of time for me. I can smell the jasmine. I'm wearing a pretty dress. I'm all tanned from the sea. And then I just really want a cold glass of wine. And it's like, what do I do with that? have a nice mocktail yeah i suppose it is isn't it it's having a mocktail it's playing it forward mm. i think or maybe eat earlier maybe there's something about eating um having some you know because we were talking about halt before maybe you could um apply that to holiday so if you have a kind of a sugary drink like a mocktaily drink and a little bit of tapas or whatever uh, Gosh,
0: maybe i maybe had them um, go had for a lime walk and- Lime and sparkling water mm, the so other really day like before that. before dinner completely mm. cut my appetite. It's just mm. like oh I'm like not hungry at all now. I mean I just tend to think about putting the kids to bed. It's like I've still got to put the kids to bed.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. So <laughs> I it don't, is, it you know changes doesn't it with that. That's
0: what, you know they're gonna want me to read them a story. Mm. Um, but I guess again I haven't been away with with friends for a long time. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I guess it's that fast-forward thing, isn't it? And maybe cutting out before things get too mm. uh, Yeah, maybe intense. go for a walk whilst they're having those, those pre yeah, maybe drinks.
1: skip those. I was thinking that. I think Rachel mm. Black in her book, Sober Is The New Black, I'm pretty sure that was all about sober holidaying. And um, we could link that, couldn't we? Mm. I remember I read that, and I think she did her. She went to the gym before. She found it t- too intense. Mm. um for her first sober holiday so she went to the gym and then went and showered and then met people for dinner so she missed that whole i think that was pre-kids so actually avoid it or go what we did last year we were in mallorca and we attempted to just go for a walk with the kids we'd like look along the coastline and go for an explore and then just Mm. go for dinner and it was easier because we wouldn't be doing the boozy pre-dinner thing anyway because we had the kids Mm. Um, yeah so yeah changing up the routine again i suppose isn't it yeah, I mean, it's
0: all its all about it is changing
1: habits. It is. You know. Yeah, it is. Reframing and um, what else? Yeah, I think there's that. I think for me a big thing was just the expectation as well of what I should be doing, what holidays should like, look like. And I think it's nice to have a bit of a, like, you know, get your journal out and brainstorm and think, well, what could they be? Like you were saying, mm. what could what could they possibly be? And I I was talking to someone who had booked some water skiing as well. Never done it before, but had just booked a different kind of activity. So going back to the same place, but putting a different activity in. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I think it's, you know, you have... We keep talking about this kind of romanticism about, um, you know, alcohol, which which everyone does, and I definitely tended to... um, and, you know, and it's those visual images and those yeah. kind of click visual images that you'll have of a moment and go, oh, I want that. Mm. And then if you, the more you do it, the more you have other times, like I have such a clear image of the kind of, because we go to Brittany every year um, and it doesn't always, uh, we don't always get good weather. But when we do, it's that kind of cold at nights, sort or of cold mornings, but then gets really hot. So it's really crisp. And the sea is beautiful. And I have a clear image of like my kids, you know, running on the beach and doing cartwheels and there being no one on it at seven in the morning. And so, you know, that that's a great image that's in my head, which I love. And then me just sitting there and reading the newspaper and then playing. Mm. And, um, you know, it's kind of too early to go in. The, in the, so they just go in the rock pool and look for crabs. And, you know, it's very, very special time oh, and I don't res- and I don't resent it you know mm, I don't mind my husband sleeping in because I you know I'm up anyway and so it's and mm-hmm. I like that time mm-hmm. and then I'll have you know I have some time in the afternoon where I'll go for a run or I'll I'll have a nap or, and he takes over so mm-hmm. And I can yeah. laugh at him because he's slightly mildly, however. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think, the um, like you say, the kind of fantasy, The I think that is, I think I used to say that the wine witch worked for tourist companies because you'd be like, you'd associate, you know, the clinking of glass, well, I would, the clinking of glasses and all the rest of it. So there was this big fantasy, the machine at work, about giving me, pumping out these images of holiday and drinking and, and relaxation and what it what it all was and all the messages.
0: Like well, we to aren't the going power to talk of about ten, where, but the yeah. marketing is very but powerful. But well, and our
1: and, and our own experiences. Yeah, then. and the, and and then, but the reality of it was actually dry mouth, searing hangovers, limping well. through days until you could kind of drink again in the evening, and like a lot of that. And then some nights I wouldn't drink because I'd feel so rank because I'd felt so poisoned all day and um oh. and so there was this you know there is a real stark massive re- uh you know difference between the fantasy and the reality and it's like those those few hours you know or that couple of hours of of drinking that is kind of pleasurable b- before it goes numb and then you've yeah. got the the you've still got the disrupted sleep and then you've got a, a hangover the size of a greek island
0: oh god the, because yeah. of
1: the because of the heat and the dehydration and i've had too many of those you know on holiday thinking that that's mm. what you were supposed to
0: do as well so yeah yeah i mean people just expect accept that that's you know what's what going on yeah. holiday is and mm. we said this right at the beginning didn't we it's like you know people come back and you hear people say all the time and say oh i need, I need a holiday, holiday to my... go for <laughs> my holiday <laughs> yeah so true you know,
1: but to see it like, as that kind of actual restorative time out that you, that yeah, you need yeah, yeah. Is, is come back replenished, I think. Because the other yeah. side of thing, I think there's often, you know, interesting foods to have and there's bits of the cultural stuff which I, I found I quite liked and I, I was very much drawn to those sort of cultures that didn't drink like, uh, you know, with Turkey and, and we went to Morocco one year and then obviously Tunisia was North African so there was that Moorish mm. element that was... I found very, you know, interesting with the kind of really nice coffees and pastries and, mm. um, you know, and stuff to see. So there's there's loads of stuff actually, isn't there? Uh, like you say,
0: if, oh, you, yeah. if you pick it and you, you choose it. Yeah. Yeah, okay. horse riding and, uh, yeah, all those activity mm. holidays, you know, you see people going out surfing, going out uh, horse riding, yeah. going out for, I mean, you know, they're, these active people, mm. I am yet one of them, but one day <laughs> I look out the window and I see them it's doing it all the time and go, wow, fair play, <laughs> it's seven in the morning and you're already surfing, but that's, you know, that's what mm. grasping life's about, you know, and and, yeah. and you wouldn't be doing that if you'd been hitting the bar all night, so, no. No. yeah, cool. okay, so tip, we talked a lot of tips, but yeah. do you have one particular thing to finish because with today? The day, because the yeah, day doesn't necessarily it is, about a holiday. Well, I was going to say, if if you
1: are going on holiday, I'd I'd say as well. I think you know, like like you were saying, Mandy, there's there's that doing it things for the first time, and I I often liken all of this to sort of stage fright almost and actually often the kind of fears beforehand and the way you build up are much worse than the reality and the amount of times I've seen people blogging on the site going oh, no, am I going to, you know... And there's that difference between building up and getting totally freaked out or doing a bit of planning, because planning's Mm. good. Um, And then they come back and they feel so proud of themselves. They feel so amazing. They're like, I never knew I could just have so much fun. And it's, you know, it's a real massive, sober muscle um, and a real pat on the back. And also a lovely realisation that, actually, it was better anyway. It was just all the bullshit that we had in our head that was in the way anyway so that would yeah. be my tip
0: yeah no I, I think you're absolutely right and um and maybe just think about who you're going with and, and where you're going and is it the right time you know and mm. um and and perhaps before you book that flight really think right is this you know is this going to be enjoyable for me that's mm-hmm. the point isn't it of a holiday um and what else can I do? What else can I spend my money on? Mm. And also, if you don't drink, you, you know, you are going to have more money to do other things. So what, what are you going to spend your money on mm. that you would have been putting behind the bar? So. Yeah, that's
1: a nice idea. All
0: right, reasons to love sober. What's your reason to love sober? To reasons to
1: love sober, I think probably because it's so blinking hot. We're in the middle of the this kind of heat wave. And by the time this... the. Podcast is broadcast. It's probably going to be raining again, and people will be like, "What's she going on about?" But yeah. really, it is searingly hot, and I really am so glad I don't have a hangover today. So never getting bored of not having a hangover. Oh,
0: that's a good one. Always the best. Yeah, reasons to love sober. Not being hungover. <laughs> Ooh, <are> that, right? <laughs> that needs it's to be a new tag tagline. Line, huh? My goodness. Yeah. yeah never thought that one. Um, reasons to love sober. Um, i realized well yesterday because instagram was starting up with um uh dry july and so um i realized that uh it was a good opportunity to you know write some tips out and so i've done um uh, i'm gonna do every day a um a tip and uh yeah i like i like it because it reminds me of all the good stuff so it's like what you should do and what's good about it and um and so look out for those if you're listening
1: well done for flagging up well we were really pleased that there was a dry july because i didn't know it yeah. was i was like soon there's going to be like a dry every month to taking over the world slowly yay, yeah
0: yay. um
1: if you are we'll sign off then i think we've we've run yeah. out of time haven't we so um if you're immediately concerned about your drinking obviously you can visit Drinkaware.co.uk, or I would say, as we've uh, had listeners from Australia and the US, um, I've noticed. Obviously, we we need to update and try and find some resources for you guys in, in your respective countries. But I'm sure you kind of know them better than we do, and um, and also talk to your doctor or GP. And in the meantime, um, have a lovely week, and we'll see you next week for more chat. Bye. The last one, yeah. For oh, for the you, last really? one in this series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, Episode 10, yeah, then we're taking a break for the summer holiday and we'll be back in September. Yeah.
0: Okay, so see you next week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.